0: Hey, 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 Brown Babes, Akila here. Just wanted to let you know that this week's episode is going to be a favorite. We call these the classic, well, honestly, episodes. It is a repeat, but I think it's chock full of information for you all to absorb again. We will see you in new episodes in the future. Bye.
1: Brown Beauties, welcome to Well Honestly
0: the podcast. I'm Andretta, and I'm Makila, and we're your hosts. Well, honestly, what is this podcast all about?
1: Our show is about women doing better tomorrow than they are doing today, so we can take control of our health give you real talk and educate you on all things related to health mental wellness and nutrition for brown women all over the world
0: once you know what choices you have you can do better because we know the struggle is real we invite you to come as you are but leave inspired to become your best healthy self so let's get started Hey, 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 hey. hey, hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't planned at all.
1: <laughs> Promise. So we are here talking to our brown babes, right? Or oh, do we want to call them brown warriors? But something tells me I, I want don't them. like I don't, that. You don't like warriors? I don't like warrior. I'm a warrior. I don't care what <laughs> you say. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, so what is today's episode about, Andretta We went back to our private
1: Facebook group, and if you're not a part of that group, you need to go in there and find us on BrownWomenWellness.com. I mean, I'm sorry, BrownWomenWellness, and uh, you'll find us in there. But yeah, you can go
0: to BrownWomenWellness.com. You
1: can, you can, <laughs> for sure. But that group, you know, it's getting. By the way, Keila, they're getting a little bit more chat. They're getting chatty in there. Really? really?
0: Yeah, they get real. You know, that's been my thing. I know
1: they. It just like I know, love it. They sit back and and read all the posts, but they weren't saying anything.
0: But people are starting to speak up, speak out ask questions. So, you know what? <laughs> yes. So I'll say, so and just in case you guys don't know, so my mom, she handles the Facebook group primarily and I handle the Instagram primarily. It naturally just kind of happened that way because uh, she she's the one that started the Facebook group first and also she's very active on Facebook. I personally can't stand Facebook. But... <laughs> Instagram True is Millennial my talking.
1: True Millennial, I know, right? <laughs> yes.
0: Um, well, if I'm going to get real millennial on you, I remember back in the day, 2005 or well, 2004 to be exact when Facebook first started, and I was part of the first wave because you had to be in college in order to actually be on Facebook and you had to be invited like your, your college you sure had did. to be oh, on wow. Facebook first. Exactly. So I was there from the beginning. And I think that's why I don't like Facebook now is because we took it over change. Yeah, we Listen, took over. the old folk took over. <laughs> And y'all I mean, to go with shenanigans I mean, and foolishness. <laughs> it is so crazy because I see
1: pe- but I tell you the good thing about it. I see people on there that I have not seen in years. And it, I don't want to see none of them. I, well, you know, <laughs> that's why I think the old people took over cuz we like to stay in touch with it's a great way to stay in touch with family and friends. So it is. It you is. know, but it, I know I know you millennials think we're just Yeah, no. Yeah,
0: we we've been there done that on Facebook and I've moved on to greener pastures which is that you know <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I I, so I, I get it. There. I get yeah. it. But
1: I, 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 love I love that they're talking on our group. They are talking. They're asking questions. So today I thought we'd do another episode about this answers. I mean, another episode answering some of these questions that they always have. And uh, Akila, you know, how
0: are you doing otherwise? I'm pre- I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Um, I am just enjoying this good old Texas weather. Uh, still, I am getting acclimated with my surroundings. You know, it's a lot of newness in my life, and I am just um, taking my time and savoring it. How about you, Andrea? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, you know, we still
1: have the snow on the ground. So, well, what the time this episode airs, I hope that the snow is gone. I'm hoping like crazy that it goes away But it's still, you know We're still in um, the winter months So it is what it is Mm -hmm. So anyway, breaking news Ah, What is the breaking news for
0: today? I feel like we should have some type of insert Like a uh, um, Some type of uh, music For the breaking news Like duh, 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 duh. Like remember back in the day When yeah. stuff used to
1: break on so you On the TV Okay So we can Brian, Right here When we talk breaking news You can find some music That we have And stick it in there If you want to <laughs> If you wants to I know what you mean I know what you mean About that Yeah It's, just, it's funny to, That's just funny to me Yeah I, Yeah you've been watching Old TV shows So okay I'm old <laughs> <laughs> But uh, uh, Breaking news story for today uh what i found was something very very interesting this could be considered breaking news or it could be considered a health tip actually mm-hmm. but i want to talk about bacon soda <laughs> i know right i know i know i know
0: right bacon soda so you well, know i will say uh for us millennials who heard that it's a certain song that comes to your head Baking uh, soda. I got baking soda. Oh so my goodness! Don't worry about that. Ne- never Continue. heard of that. That's why you laugh so hard. I, yes. Oh, oh.
1: <laughs> well. When I think baking soda, I think about all the things baking soda can do for you. Okay. So, mm-hmm. uh, so in case you don't know what baking soda is, it's sodium bicarbonate. Okay, and uh, it's 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 a natural mineral. You know, so it kind of reacts. Uh, Baking soda is one of those things that could be acid or alkaline, but it's more on the alkaline side. So it's so many ways to use it. So I saw this article about how it can regulate your pH levels uh, in your body. So I was like, oh, pH levels, you know, everybody's always talking about alkaline this, alkaline that, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh I said, okay, so something as simple as some baking soda can make you alkaline. Well, see, here's how I know about baking soda. I can use it for a cleaning aid. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah. You I know,
1: sure. we clean uh our stoves out with it, we polish our silver with it, we even make deodorant and toothpaste out of it, mm-hmm. we refresh our refrigerator with it. Uh, oh, also, don't forget, if you got a fire, you can always throw some baking soda on your fire. you yes, got a grease can. fire. You know, that's one of the things. And so that's how I looked at baking soda. But guess what I found out? It What's also that? can be a tonic. It can actually boost your energy. So, you know how sometimes when you're feeling down and you feel like, you know, you need a little energy and you can't push yourself no more Mm -hmm. and you just say, oh, I just need something. Okay. Usually, you know, you know, you don't want to that's something instead of a glass of wine.
0: (laughs) I don't know about that. I'm going to always drink my wine.
1: Well, listen, this is something that's going to give you it's going to boost your performance. It's actually good even for athletes. To use to perform, believe it or not. So here's a here's something I did. And I tried this uh the other morning and it actually worked. So what I did was I took some sea salt, I took uh-huh. a, a little baking soda, some coconut water, lemon juice, and raw honey. Honey, I thought I was gonna fly through the sky. Wait a minute. So you took sea salt? Baking soda, about a fourth teaspoon of that. I took about three or four cups of coconut water. I put some lemon juice in it and added some raw honey. Now, I mixed all this up together. I shook it up really well and I... And believe it or not, I've been keeping it in my refrigerator, taking a little bit every day because it gave me such a boost of energy. So, what I found out was that coconut water has um, high levels of minerals in it. So, we know your B vitamins and all those things. And then also, we know it has a high in potassium and all that stuff. And then the raw honey was stimulating, you know, stimulating your immune system. And so, when you mix all this stuff up together and we'll put a little baking soda in there, Hmm. Honey, you had some energy. I'm going to tell you I'm going to put that and I'm going to put that little recipe in our um Show notes so people, if they want to
0: try it, they can. I boost. also think you meant coffee and not wine. Now that I'm hearing you, uh-huh. you I hope people are not drinking wine again. Energy early <laughs> in the morning. I think you meant it was, coffee. It was a joke. It
1: was a joke when I said <laughs> wine. So yeah, I know it should be coffee for not sure. I don't be
0: drinking no wine at no 10 a.m. Uh,
1: they do in Europe,
0: okay. Oh <laughs> uh,
1: well, but we're not in Europe. And I'm gonna tell you one other use for another surprising
0: use I found out for baking soda for acid reflux. Yes, okay. I, I'm personally aware of that
1: Yeah, you just take a little About two tablespoons And mix it with some apple cider vinegar And some water mm-hmm. uh, It will neutralize That internal fire you have inside you It's going to foam up now So you got to wait for it to slow down You
0: know, it's going to foam a little bit But it is great for acid reflux I've always been What's the difference between Bacon soda and bacon powder? Okay that's
1: a good question. So don't reach for the baking powder. <laughs> okay, because let's make that clear. Okay, because baking powder is just what it is—baking powder. It's used for actual baking. Okay, you mm. bake with it. Uh, baking soda is the one that contains the sodium bicarbonate that you want. So there's a huge difference. If you try to use baking powder to do some of the things I just told you, it will not work (laughs) you may bake yourself but you will not get you will not get the benefits that i talked about but i even take a pinch of baking soda and put it in my coffee in my black coffee in the morning Mm -mm. and i'm gonna tell you why it's a pinch you can't even tell it's there but you Mm -mm. know why i do it because coffee can be so acidic it Mm -hmm. actually alkalines the coffee which means i'm
0: alkalining my body Okay. okay, I think you're taking bacon All right, soda. okay, all right, well, soda. all right, we're over the bacon soda.
1: All right, we we're over baking soda. But anyway, we'll put some <laughs> links there. We'll talk about that. We're gonna you take lost a- me at
0: the coffee, Andrea. I know. Lost I see. I coffee. see. I see. But
1: somebody out there knows what I'm talking about, okay? <laughs> and if they want to try it, you know, I promise you, it won't hurt you. All right. Ew. Uh, it doesn't... You don't taste it at all. It I like has my coffee milk- with
0: okay, okay, okay. almond milk cream only. Oh, okay. Thanks. Well, all right.
1: Welcome to your almond milk cream. That's fine. <laughs> all right. We're going to take a break, then we're going to come back and we're going to go to the first question and we'll get started. All right. Okay. Feeling stressed? Need to calm your anxiety naturally? Be Well CBD Tea can do just that. Handpicked organic herbs infused with CBD will relax you and calm those nerves. Go to brownwomenwellness.com and get your 15% off. Use this code, honest 15 Okay, we're back. All right, Keely, you want to hear the first question? I do. Okay, this is an interesting question because it took me way back because, you know, you're my only child. So that's the only experience I ever had with this is from my <laughs> own, you know, Having you, so anyway, this question thirty
0: four years ago. (laughs) Yes, yes,
1: but I remember this. (laughs) This question is from a new mommy, and it's about breastfeeding. So she wanted some healthy tips. She was being challenged a little bit, um, talking about you know lactating all the time and feeling like a human cow, and (laughs) and running home and trying to make sure she had enough uh, milk for her baby. And uh, she just wanted some healthy tips. So what I did was I went to this blogger and the author of Real Food for Pregnancy. Her name is Lily Nichols, and we're gonna include her information in the show notes. So I want—I went to her because she does. She's a nutritionist that talks a lot about breastfeeding and what's the proper way, what all the things related. So. Here's my own experience about breastfeeding. Akilah, are you ready?
0: <laughs> I'm ready to be embarrassed. Go ahead. Oh, on. All right. That's why I had to ask you <laughs> if you were ready. I'm ready. I actually
1: breastfed Akilah until she had teeth. <laughs> Oh my God! Yes, Ma. I did. I, I don't th- know. <laughs> you were you were past two years old. What? Yes, I I did. You know because I had read all. You know how new mommies do. Oh. We read all these books and all they talked about was if you want a healthy baby, you got to breastfeed and breastfeed for as long as you want. Blah 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 blah. Of course, I took that to heart cuz I wanted a healthy baby. Girl. And I was I'll never forget this. I worked on 87th Street for Johnson Products at the time and I lived in Indiana. And we didn't have all the fancy uh, gadgets they have now for breastfeeding. I see women walking around now with the pumps hanging off their nipples and (laughs) all kind of things, you know, to get their (laughs) milk. And I mean, it was we didn't have all those fancy gadgets. We had to pump it into a bottle and dump it and and then go to work. I'll Mm -hmm. never forget a lunch hour, though. I would have to run home to breastfeed you for lunch. Okay. <laughs> then run back to work. Get off of work at five o'clock. Race home. Breastfeed you again. Breastfeed. I breastfed you physically, not through a bottle, three times a day. You didn't pump. I I, I pumped some, but sometimes when you pump, you don't. You know, we, again, we didn't have all these fancy gadgets they got now. You didn't get all enough. Oh, and, that's true. And one of the things that uh, new mommies worry about is. Are they giving their babies enough milk? It just seems mm-hmm. like you don't know if you, you say, are they getting enough? You know, uh, you're not really sure. So, but let's talk about why uh, breastfeeding is so important first. I just wanna
0: say yes. real quick um, I do not have children. And so you might hear me being quiet, guys. I'm going (laughs) to chime in from the perspective of someone who does not have kids. So if I sound naive, now, I mean, nieces and nephews, that's one thing, but I have not physically given birth or breastfed or did anything with a child. So excuse my naivete, But I will be asking questions. Continue, Andra. And that will change one day. Okay. And so... (laughs) All right. That's a whole other podcast, by the way. That's a whole other podcast. I know,
1: right? Okay. So what I have learned from my functional nutrition school about babies who are breastfed versus non-breastfed babies is that breast milk sets the stage for a healthy baby's gut. We back to that gut. You know, everything is about the gut healthy gut, healthy life, <laughs> okay? So, okay. breast milk will actually set the stage for a baby's healthy gut and it's, it's designed for the baby, produced by the mom. The mom is the producer, the baby is, the, you know, on the other end because breast milk contains all those nutrients, you know? So, So, you got to imagine if the mom has a healthy diet, the baby will have a healthy, will be healthy as well. Because breast milk is filled with a lot of healthy fats and the vitamins. And trust me, the formula companies have been trying to duplicate breast milk, they never will. I mean, come on! Yeah, all right. Yeah. But they, I don't see how that's even possible. But, oh, but they try. If you look at, look at the commercials, you know they'll have you thinking that formula milk is just as good as breast milk, but uh, it's not. And so, formula milk can actually shift the whole baby's micro, microbiome, which is in the gut. So you want to breastfeed. So, but on the other hand. The mamas can also pass the bad things over to babies through breast milk, too. They don't talk about that as much because we have a lot of environmental toxins out here. You know, like a lot of people don't understand cooking with nonstick, you know, those nonstick pans that are out there. And I mean, I mean, it's so convenient to have a nonstick pan. I mean, come on, when you cook something for it not to stick. I mean, that's what everybody wants. But that Teflon that's on those nonstick pans actually contain poisons. And those things can leach into your breast milk. Okay, so you have to be careful with that. And plastics. So you got to make good choices when you're doing when you're breastfeeding. So and the other benefit, of course, of breastfeeding is uh, it's a special bond between the mom, you know, and the baby. So um, that's why breastfeeding is so so important. So you nourish the mom, you nourish the baby. And uh so one of the questions, one of the things that it was asked was, Well, what can we do to keep lactating is what it's called.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you know that they have lactated nurses? I know Yes.
0: You, I've heard of that. Yeah. That's actually very popular.
1: Yeah. They have people lactating who, nurses. Yes. They come around and they help you with your production. Now we didn't have nothing like that back in my day. You either did it or you didn't. Okay, but now they actually have people that. That's how important though breastfeeding is, and other people are starting to understand. You know, a healthy baby or a healthy child
0: who turns into a healthy adult. It makes I'll tell op- you something else yes. that I found out. Yes, they actually have some companies where um, they will deliver other people's milk to you if you can't breastfeed or what? if you can't lactate. I hadn't seen that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hmm. it, they freeze it. So the they there's all this rigmarole about how they choose the, the mother and the standard third. But hmm. women who have overproduction of milk can pump. They freeze it. And then the company takes it and they'll send it to different women who, you know, they want to breastfeed, but they just can't lactate. That's a that's a thing.
1: That's very interesting. So that's a whole, mm-hmm. another revenue revenue a stream of revenue.
0: For. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's because crazy. if you think about it, it, it doesn't matter. Like, think about the fact that we drink. Some people drink cow's milk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you can drink a cow's milk, your baby can get someone else's breast milk. Especially if it's a healthy sure, individual. Sure, sure,
1: sure. I actually can see that. And, and and if I had to, if I had to choose between uh, somebody else's breast milk and cow's milk or formula. I would go with the other person's uh, breast milk as long as I think that it's healthy. That's my whole thing. They do a whole screening, but yeah. And it's expensive. I bet.
0: I bet. I bet.
1: bet. Okay, so you got to be in a certain income bracket to even afford that. You know how that goes. (laughs) Right. But here are some things that you could do to help you to lactate. So I went back again and like I said, I listened to Lily Nichols uh, and she talked about things you could do that can actually make you produce more milk so one of the things she talked about is you need uh something called cloline and it's it helps you lactate so some are some of the foods that she said you can eat that will help one of them was egg yolks yeah egg yolks high in this vitamin also organ meats like liver um uh, the organ meats will give you lots of milk um And any type of, also omega-3 and DHA is important for the baby's brain development, and that comes from seafood. So mm-hmm. eat a lot of seafood, eat your eggs, you know your organ meat. And then the last one she said, you need vitamin D. We back to vitamin D again. Boy, that vitamin D is probably gotta you know it should win the award this year Because <laughs> vitamin D, it looks like can do everything. Of course again, for those of you who don't know, and if you go to our Facebook group we talk about vitamin D a lot. It is not a vitamin It is a hormone. Mm -hmm. And also, again, as black women, we have a very difficult time getting that vitamin D through our melon in our skin so we don't get enough of it. So most of us have to supplement. I don't care where you live. It's not coming through your melon. So if you know how important vitamin... Melanin. I'm sorry. Melanin. Melanin. (laughs) Melanin. Right. Okay. Yeah, no, we can't get it through a watermelon. But, (laughs) (laughs) But we do want you to know that. So eating those foods also do another thing for newborn women that I'm hearing a lot of and it's postpartum depression. Yeah. So if you eat these foods, it will help prevent it. So I understand that postpartum depression is on on the rise. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I it, was I would
1: assume so. Yeah, they say it's on the rise, and the, it used to be a taboo subject. Nobody would talk about it because how mm-hmm. could you be depressed and you just had a baby, right? Mm-hmm. But what they're finding, and a lot of that is coming from an unhealthy gut. We're back to the gut.
0: Between the gut and vitamin D, <laughs> yeah, it's it's like. I mean, listen, yeah. y'all. One thing you gonna know: take care of your gut and take your vitamin D. When okay. it's all said and done, from brown women wellness, you gonna those hear you gonna you're gonna
1: hear that a lot from us. Yes, you because, are. Because, but it's it, important.
0: But it's important
1: because it does work. We're only mm-hmm. telling this, and we keep stressing these points because it does. work. Work. So, and other, another thing is, and uh, we talked about this. A lot of women fear that they're not giving their baby enough milk. Now, I found something very interesting from this guy named T.J. Robinson. He's known as the Olive Oil Hunter. <laughs> mm. Olive
0: Oil. You know, you 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 have a knack for finding very quirky, nuanced, niched type people for this, this health industry? It's called
1: the law of attraction.
0: We talked
1: about the laws of attraction in episode number eight, if you, anybody want to go back and listen to it. But yes, I do attract a lot of wellness <laughs> experts. I do. But let me tell you- what How do you hunt
0: olive oil? So
1: let me tell you what he does. Well, first of all, the whole that's a whole nother conversation, the olive oil industry. We know True. that indeed, Most of the olive oil that's on the shelf is not real olive oil. So this guy goes out and he finds the best olives and he makes sure that it's fresh. That's what he does. That's why he calls himself the hunter. Okay. So he, yeah, I know, right? And I actually, you can order uh, from him online. Uh, it's a big difference in the olive oil that comes from him versus the ones on the show. I actually ordered some so I could see for myself. It's mm-hmm. a little, and it's very expensive. And it's, and, little, and, and it's in these little bottles. So, you know, I was like, oh my God, I, this is not going to work. But I want some real olive
0: oil. So, but anyway. Can I just say this real quick? Yes. And I don't want to go on a tangent or off subject, but. Kind of on subject. So with olive oil, real quick. You, okay, so most people, I want everybody to know you shouldn't be frying or searing anything in olive oil for that, real, for real. That is correct. Now, the
1: ones that are on the shelf, most of them are have other oils in them. Uh, and so they are not 100% pure olive oil, but they will say they are. Uh, so, but you're absolutely right, Keela. You're not supposed to fry with it. And that's because of the heat point, because mm-hmm. when it gets too high, uh, it turns into something. It turns rancid and yeah. it turns uh, acidic. Yeah, and goes into your body like that. So, yeah. but basically, we're supposed to use olive oil on our salads. Make salad it's dressing. Finisher. It's a finisher. Okay, um, I have I have another doctor that I I follow. He actually believes that olive oil is the cure to cure all, and he he says you should just
0: take a tablespoon of olive oil every night before you go to bed. I mean, well, you know what? He's not off base because and I and I brought this up for a reason. Real quick is because in Europe, I, I was well. I went to culinary school. So in a former life, I went to culinary school. Right, graduated, worked in the kitchens, all of that. And I remember taking a French culinary uh, cuisine course and they te- they were telling us olive oil, especially extra virgin olive oil, is only to be used in certain capacities. And I don't know when, how, or why, and it was probably the government... Um, just started advocating everybody to just use olive oil for everything. And I I want us to step away from that because it's not really good for you because of the high heat point. But it also goes back to, if you're going to, your next tip that you're about to say, Andretta, it goes right back into the diet of a mother and getting quality olive oil and how to use it.
1: Well, this the way he's suggesting using it is going to blow your mind. (laughs) It's to help nursing mothers relieve nipple soreness, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, And also... It contains. If you put it in your diet, it contains such high levels in the breast milk of vitamin E, which is is vital to the infant's brain. But um, the way he's saying, it, instead of use these ointments, a lot of women use ointments because I remember when you had teeth, Keela, I needed oh ointments. My God. Okay,
0: that, that just <laughs> I, you didn't have to bring that back up. You you, you just didn't have to. So, say So, but it.
1: instead of using Learn <laughs> and all those different ointments, you can actually use <laughs> olive oil. Uh, And you don't even have to wipe it off before nursing.
0: You can just get some (laughs) olive oil, put it on your nipple, let the baby, it'll help you lactate. Also another tip, this is super random, but on point. One day my lips were so chafed. I forget why, but I just could not keep moisture to save my life. I didn't lip gloss, all of that jazz just wasn't working, right? I didn't have any coconut oil, but I had olive oil. This is how I know what you're saying is true. (laughs) I got so desperate I just put some olive oil around my lips and that like immediately changed the moisture barrier around my lips. It was insane. So extra- if it works on my lips, I'm sure it works on the nip. It would. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did that you was just a say that? If it works on the
1: lip, it'll work on the nip. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah, that was good. Don't steal that.
1: <laughs> so extra virgin olive oil has so many uses, but yeah, uh, you br- your mothers out there that are breastfeeding and you need a little relief. Yeah. Um, just put some in in, in the baby. It'll help the baby too, because the baby get all that vitamin E. So anyway, uh, (laughs) we're going to take a break and hear from our sponsor before we go to our next question. Are you tired of being tired? Are you aching, have pain in unexplained places? At the root of all diseases like diabetes and high blood pressure and many more is chronic inflammation. There are 10 wild crafted organic hand-picked herbs in the Be Well anti-inflammation tea that will help calm those flames. Go to brownwomenwellness.com and get 15% off by putting in the code WELLHONEST15.
0: All right, so we're back. And we're back with our next question. This next question is about a topic that seems to just be super hot, super frequent. It kind of concerns me how frequent it is uh, amongst us Black women, and it's about fibroids. So the question is, why do Black women tend to suffer from more fibroids than other races? It seems like this is is becoming a trend. Let's explore this. All Uh, right, so I will say this. On a personal note, I don't have fibroid. Thank you, Jesus. Um, and I and okay. So if you want me to give my answer as to why, I would say it's a couple of different reasons. Um, but what is your what is your what is reference. your take on it? So okay, so let's get personal and let's get a quick TMI. So I have never in the history of having a cycle ever used tampons. Mm. I never. I remember when I first got my cycle when I was young, I attempted to and it was an absolute complete fail. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I was just like, no. And I just never understood the concept of putting a plug up there and then you're just supposed to be, you know, fancy foot free. It It just never sat right with me personally. I've always used pads. And again, some people are like, oh, oh my God, you're just sitting in your mind. Like, what is that? Well, I felt more secure in that and you don't just sit in it. I changed my pads pretty frequently. So for the longest time, I would use a particular brand, I won't name them, but a particular brand that everybody and their mom has used because they've been around since forever. And it wasn't until about 10 years ago that I started to switch to natural products, natural pads. Mm -hmm. Um, And they have been a game changer like, it's not a game. The things that they put in the pads, and I'm convinced the things that they put in the tampons specifically, are probably one of the... This is just a conspiracy theory. I have no scientific no, well, Actually, proof. I actually, am not a doctor. Actually, you're on to something. Go ahead. But I'm pretty sure that the chemicals that are laced within those tampons, and when they expand, and if you let, and then they market that you can have them sit up there for forever and all this and all of that. Not only is toxic shock a thing, but outside of that, because that's a very small, minute um, side effect, it's the chemicals, and I do believe that that contributes to fibroids. I want to tell you this: a lot of my very close friends suffer from fibroids. Mm, A lot of women do. Yeah, I'm talking like just had surgery, are about to get surgery, thinking about it, um, or they don't even know that they have it, but they know that something's going on because it's painful down there. Like it's it's a thing. And if I think about all the things that we do down there, as to outside of sexual activity, because it has nothing to do with a fibroid, tip, if you get your cycle, you're going to be using either a tampon or a pad. Well, let me tell you, let's talk about fibroids for a second, what they really are. So...
1: They are non-cancerous growths, okay? Most of them, they're never cancerous, okay? In fact, I remember meeting a lady uh, a few years ago that looked like she was eight months pregnant, and but she was older. So I knew she, I was like, wow, she's having a baby at 50. I was like, I was like I you, you know, didn't say I didn't, I didn't. But, you know, looking at her, you know, you just wondered about it. So one day she used to come into our shop when we had about your face. You remember, we used to have a lot of women come in there all the time. And, and she shared with me one day that she was not pregnant at all. That was she, she had fibroids. The fibroid was so big that mm. it made her look, her stomach was just protruding. Mm. And uh, she was scared to have surgery because she was at that stage. But she told me that, she shared with me that she'd had those fibroids since she was a teenager and that they continued to grow. So what happens with fibroids are, even though they are non-cancerous, they can grow. And there are certain things that make them
0: grow, really grow. So the whole... Go ahead. They're made up of muscle and a fibrous tissue. Mm-hmm. So if you think about a muscle, it expands mm-hmm. if you build on it, mm-hmm. and that is why these fibroids end up looking like golf balls and mini watermelons mm-hmm. and in people's stomachs. You know, it's not in your stomach, but it's sitting right there on your on your uterus because mm-hmm. they grow. So and go ahead, sir. And
1: they do grow, and, and and so they get to the point where sometimes they're in the way of some of your organs, and that's mm-hmm. when. Women usually run and uh, have to have surgery. They also cause fertility problems uh, in a lot of women as well. And, you know, so your hormones uh, can stimulate uh, the development of the uterine lining during your menstrual cycle in preparation for pregnancy. And... And that appears to kind of promote the growth of fibroids. So fibroids contain more estrogen and progesterone receptors. So it's a hormone, it's a hormone issue. Bottom line, it's a hormone issue. Okay. Uh, and so what do you need to do? I mean, because usually fibroids are related to estrogen dominance. And this goes back to what mm-hmm. you talked about, Keela. Uh, in the estrogen, but people don't realize dominance. It's in everything right now. Estrogen Mm -hmm. is in plastic. So estrogen is in, in those pads that you're talking about. They contain Mm -hmm. levels of estrogen. So you Mm -hmm. think about some of the things that you're doing to your body, like using the pads and the tampons, uh, you do, those things are promoting more estrogen, which is definitely dominated, it becomes a dominance.
0: Um, And a lot of women, they they say, because I have some friends that will say this too, like, oh, well, you know, I don't even get my period often. So it's not like, you know, it's a consistent thing. But the reason why, uh, you're not getting your period. So, so my OB has always stressed to me. And so I I've had um a regular period my entire life. If I am not on time, this is me personally. If I am not on time, I'm either pregnant or there is something wrong. That's just how regular I'm to I am to the T, right? A lot of women can't say that. Um and a lot of times that goes back to a hormonal issue. And most women who don't have regular period, if it's not from you taking birth control, it's it's probably an underlining fibroid or or some type of hormonal issue down there. And it doesn't matter because if, it, if it's not a pad and it's not a tampon, it's the food, like you said, Andretta. Plastic has estrogen. So this food estrogen that is they're, in every, is in everything. they're making in these labs have, yes. have estrogen. And GMOs, women, yes. women, they tell you, oh my God, you know, you you want estrogen, but you can have too much estrogen, just like you can have too much testosterone. Yes. You can have too much of a hormone and yes. that's not good. Well, I went to the expert,
1: Dr. Michael Grieger. Uh, you can, we'll put his uh, information. He specializes in this. Um, and one of the things that he talked about uh, was they definitely? You definitely need to change your diet. If you mm-hmm. are fibrous, uh, you need to go to antioxidant-rich foods, and uh, you're going to find it mostly in your plant-based diet. I'm uh, sorry, fried chicken eaters and all those people out there. <laughs> uh, you you got to need more plants in your diet, more plant-based diet to to help you get rid of this. Um, and then he also offered turmeric. I know you guys have heard about turmeric. OK, uh, mm-hmm. turmeric is supposed to help a great deal. So you may want to include turmeric in your supplements or put some on your food or, you know, you could you find turmeric everywhere. Now, I remember when turmeric first came out, nobody knew what it was. We can hardly I remember say that, it.
0: too, actually.
1: Yeah, but now it's like it was a it's a superfood. So find you some turmeric. This is supposed to help. But here was the one that was surprising. He talked about drinking green tea. He said it actually, he they have uh, evidence that it actually will decrease the fibroids. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Drink it. You got to drink green tea every day. So, you know. So are we talking prevention
0: or are we talking about if you have fibroids already? Well,
1: both. He says that if you have it already, it's going to decrease it. But if you need to prevent it, you should still drink green tea every day. Okay, but mm. those people those people usually who uh are going to be fibroids, they already know. You know, they already know. Uh I don't think you just all of a sudden. Although I'm going to tell you the truth. Mm. I know someone personally that got fibroids at the age of 50 something years old. And yeah. they it, but it was caused by stress. Oh. Yes. Yes, it was caused it was brought on by stress. And let me tell
0: y'all, that stress when well, they say stress kills, it's a slow killer. For stress to cause fibroids, yeah, it did. And I, I
1: re- In fact, I remember she had to go to the hospital and get it removed. And guess what? It did. It threw her into instant menopause. menopause. Yep, yeah, yep. which comes with a whole nother set of prob- problems, and that's going to be a whole, a whole other whole nother subject podcast, that we can have honey. a whole
0: nother- In fact, yeah. there's a couple of women
1: on in our group. They always asking, "What can we do? We are hot, hot, hot." <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, I'm laughing. Oh yeah. And I understand. Been there, done that. So, (laughs) so anyway, Mm -hmm. but yeah, he talked about that. So, you know, I have a green tea that I drink every day. Uh, because green tea is good for so many things. It's not just good for decreasing fibroids, but it's good for so many things. Um, they've even said that if you drink green tea, it will help you, it, it'll cut down on you being the ability to get cancer. Okay, that's how powerful green tea is. Yeah, um, well, yeah. yeah. Green tea is something else. So I, is. I drink this one though that I just love because not all green teas, like everything else is equal. You know, you want a green tea that's got, you know, that's clean. You know, like everything else mm-hmm. out there, you can find green tea and it'll have all kinds of stuff on it. But it I didn't... like this one by Peak. P-I-Q-U-E Tea Crystals They're crystals They're real clean And you can just pour it Into cold or hot water And you'll have your green tea I like peak. I love peak. We'll put the link To them down below Because I drink me A cup of that Every day Yeah I like peak a lot And I don't have no fibroids I just like green tea
0: And I'm not The biggest fan of green tea But I like Yeah a
1: lot of people Don't like green tea But if you know What green tea do for you you You'll visualize Green tea being your coffee
0: Okay (laughs) Mm, True. Well, the Chinese um, specifically uh, drink a lot of herbal teas um, and they also drink a lot of uh, green tea. And not just the Chinese, uh, Vietnamese, uh, a, a lot of them drink tea. Uh, green tea for years because they already knew what we're just now finding out that green tea is like a fountain of youth that's right it does and
1: i'm gonna tell you something else he mentioned too, this dr uh greger he said uh animal protein so we let's take it we you know we're gonna have meat meat eaters are gonna eat meat that's the bottom line okay period but but he said you know uh, usually, people who have fibroids have uh, they have iron deficiency. And that makes sense, right? I mean, you got fibroids, mm-hmm. you're bleeding more. You're gonna have you're mm-hmm. not gonna have as much iron in your body. But what he said was, if you're going to have meat, which he says is okay to have meat, it's the quality of the meat. Uh-huh. He said because what you're doing is if you get just any animal protein. It actually can feed the fibroid, Mm -hmm. but if you get a quality meat that's been consumed with they're grass fed organic, he said. If you got fibroids, you may want to switch right away. Make that switch because uh, it will give you it will make a whole difference in the when fibroids come, how they
0: come. Okay, Um, this is absolutely correct. I have a I have a I have a friend who suffers from fibroids and her doctor told her you've got to stop eating chicken for a while hmm. um because it's literally feeding your fibroids mm-hmm. and she, she was flabbergasted like what and and so she did she stopped and they decreased significantly I, I don't know the time frame but she got the word after some time like oh my what, what were you doing did you did you stop and she' was like yeah I stopped and they shrunk Wow!
1: So, so we know now that uh, the animals. uh, If you have fiber, if you got fibroids, you just got to be eighty percent plant based. Not saying you can't eat meat,
0: but if you do eat meat, eat quality meat according to this doctor. Uh, Yeah, if you if you're trying to uh, so, and I want to segue into this too. If you need help with a plant based. Uh, fibroid kind of elimination type of situation. Um so there's a chef that I've been following for years. Actually me and my mom. I think I put you on to her. Yes, yes. Um but chef Aki yes. is based out of Atlanta. Yes. And she is a plant based chef. She's more than just a chef, but um she she that is a part of her yes. her repertoire. She has what's called the Fibroid Elimination Recipe Guide. It's an ebook. Okay. And she's giving you all of these recipes to help you eliminate your fibroids holistically without having to go through surgery. Okay. It is a phenomenal ebook. She gives you recipes. She gives you the food list. And 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 it's a fail-proof method. So if you have fibroids right now and you know that you need to do something about it and you're scared about surgery, give it your best to go a holistic, natural route to eliminate them. People have done it and it's been successful. So you can do it. But again, like we talked about in the previous episode, it's about the mindset shift. So just shift your mind now and you can get rid of them. And the book is only $20. So we'll have the link to her book um, in the show notes below for this episode, but try it that way. Oh, that's very good. I uh, Akila, Akila,
1: do you remember when we flew to Atlanta to take one of Chef Aki's uh, I class? I remember that. Will that was... spell,
0: spell her name for them so they'll see how to spell uh, it? So Chef Aki, uh, Chef, and then her name is A-H-K-I. Yes, yes. We uh, I
1: actually enjoyed that cooking class. <laughs> we did. We, we took a, a cooking class. Yeah, and it was good. It was good. And, 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 and what she's saying to you is that you can eat very well plant-based um you know we always tell you that we don't advocate any particular style of eating but if you have a health concern and you need to change your style of eating for your health concern then we are definitely for that okay absolutely I mean, so, absolutely i mean so you really need to check her out Keela, that was a good tip
0: and we're not getting sponsored or getting paid by this. Um, I just happen to remember that she had this. And what I like about it is that it's only for fibroids. So it's a very strict, low to no starch, non-hybrid estrogen, and aromatase free uh, e-guide.
1: And here's another thing I want you all to all. One last thing I'm going to leave you with about fibroids. This is caused by inflammation, Okay. Mm -hmm. Inflammation in the body, chronic inflammation. We stress and talk about, I think, other than vitamin D, and uh, (laughs) we talk about it. You're so tired of hearing us talk about vitamin D. I know, right? (laughs) Uh, We talk, but the other thing you hear us talk about a lot is inflammation, which is why we created our anti inflammation tea. Exactly. And if you have not, tried the Be Well anti-inflammation tea, I urge you, we put yeah. 10 herbs in there. 10. And we didn't just put any 10 herbs in there. We took our time. We actually make that tea is handcrafted right in our own kitchens.
0: So, so real quick, the herbs that we put in this tea so that you guys can understand there's a method to everything that we do specifically for brown women. We put holy basil leaf, we put cat's claw, celery seed, cinnamon chips, English lavender flowers, garlic cloves, ginger root, hawthorn leaf, turmeric, like we talked about just previously, and flaxseed. If you if you it is, and if you if you go to our website, each herb we tell you exactly what it does. But outside of our website, if you just Google those herbs and put in the benefits. So Google holy basil leaf benefits. It'll start to blow your mind what all these things do. Then add it into like a tea form and you have a recipe for success. Yeah, I would yeah. I would strongly encourage you guys who suffer from uh, any type of inflammation uh, disease in the body, especially fibroids, to purchase that tea. And you have to be consistent with it. You can't drink one cup and think your fibroids are just going to go away. That's not how it works. It needs to be a part of your routine. Absolutely, just like anything else.
1: Absolutely. I, I, I listen. I personally drink a cup a day. Uh, you should drink it. And have a cup day you know to calm down those flames in your body and it'll make a huge difference on not just on a lot of levels really so you can find that by the way on our website com if you are interested in you know getting more information about those herbs and and the tea okay let's hear a word from our sponsor we're gonna come back and talk about what we're loving this week and we're gonna wrap it up. Feeling stressed? Need to calm your anxiety naturally? Be Well CBD Tea can do just that. Hand-picked organic herbs infused with CBD will relax you and calm those nerves. Go to brownwomenwellness.com and get your 15% off. Use this code WELLHONEST15. Okay, well we're back and uh, we're gonna wrap this up. Akeel, I want to
0: ask you what you're loving this week. What are you loving? So, what I'm loving this week is my plants. Ooh. So, one of the things that I did, uh, my mom, uh, me and her, she, what we did together is I was very adamant about getting my plant babies right away, and I stalled a little bit because I'm like, well, you know, I'm, I don't, I don't know. And she was like, girl, just come on and get these plants. So. We went over to Home Depot and I have to say, I have one, two, I'm looking at them, one, two, three... I have five plant babies and they are thriving. And initially I thought that I was going to put these plants into the home, into my house, in my apartment. Um, but they've been thriving on the patio. And I remember, Andrea, you said to me like, well, as soon as you move them, they're probably going to be like, what is this? And start to die off <laughs> well, in the apartment. Hear, I'm glad so, to hear that they're thriving. They're thriving. And it's been raining here a lot too off and on. So they've been getting a lot of moisture. I did bring, so my one plant that I love is my snake plant that plant if you look up the benefits of snake plants helps me sleep like clockwork and i have it right here next to my my, my bed mm. amazing plant mm. um but i'm love i take care of them they have names honey i speak okay. to them because they're okay. living things <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you don't have plants and you think that you always kill off your plants, just start slow, but get yourself some plants because it really does raise the vibrations of you and your place. Well, speaking
1: of plants, uh, we have an episode, a guest coming up, telling you how to grow your own garden very soon. So we'll talk more nice. about that. That's going to be what interesting. What are you
0: loving, Andra. Uh,
1: oh, what am I loving this week? Oh my God. Okay, so I am listening to a Audible book that keeps me uh, really, really hyped. Actually, I'm listening to more than one book, but I go back and forth between these books. But I went back to my old library and I pulled back out... Uh, The Game of Life. And I talked about this in another episode, but I went back through our old episode and started listening to The Game of Life and How to Play It by Florence Scoville Sheen. I talked about this before. And it's a small book. It takes about, took me, takes you about a good hour to read it and listen to it. And um, it just pumps me up because she, It's hard to believe. The book was written in 1925, but nothing has changed. Uh, Mm -hmm. She talks about the power of manifestation. She talks about the power of gratitude. She talks about the power of affirmations. And if you're not doing affirmations, I urge you to start uh, because affirmations are extremely powerful. You just have to Mm -hmm. make sure you're saying them not in a negative way, but in a positive way. It's how you say your affirmation. So, you know, I love her and uh, I'm going to always love her. I'll always have this book um, near me forever the rest of my
0: life. So that's what I'm loving this week. I love that. Speaking of affirmations, when you say your affirmations, the quickest way to affirm yourself and affirm what you're trying to affirm is to speak in I am statements. Absolutely. Um, because it's it's about you. So I am wealthy. I am loved. I am worthy. I will have XYZ. That's just a little tip.
1: And at this stage, on that game, on that note, we'll say, we are done. <laughs> we will talk to
0: you guys next week. Yes. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Well, Honestly, the podcast. If you want to know more about us and our products, check us out over on our website at brownwomenwellness.com. And remember, ladies, we are not doctors, and any information shared by us is not medical advice. Always follow your doctor's advice. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast and let us know what you loved about
1: this week's episode. And please subscribe to wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Feel free to email us and let us know what you would like to hear more of from us. Don't be afraid
0: to say hi. We'll say hi right back to you. Don't forget to find us across all social platforms at Brown Women Wellness, As always, show notes with links to what we talked about today in this week's episode will be in the description box below. Thanks for listening.